0: Hello and welcome to the FPL Frauds podcast. Uh, today we're going to go through our uh, potential England squad for the Euros and uh, look at maybe our starting eleven as well. Okay, we'll start with the squad. Uh, David, we'll start with you. Who have you got in uh, in net? Well, uh, three goalkeepers,
1: so probably. For my for my three goalkeepers, I've gone for I've gone for Nick Pope, Jordan Pickford, and uh, Dean Henderson. It's quite a straightforward one. Maybe the only other shout in there is, is Sam Johnston. There's not really anybody else really in consideration so those would be the the four standouts but I've gone for Nick Pope, Jordan Pickford and Dean Henderson. I think those are probably the three favourites to get it.
0: Yeah, I'd agree there. Uh, Luke, have you gone for the same?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I think it's the obvious three. I think it's almost one of the easiest um, parts of the team.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay, moving swiftly on then. Uh, We'll go on to the defenders. Probably more of a more of a debate here, and I guess we'll start in the left-back position, Luke. Uh, I'll come to you first.
2: Okay, so I've gone with uh, Ben Chilwell and Luke Shaw. Um, I think they're sort of the 2 standout left left-backs from this season. I see Creswell potentially a bit of a shout, but for me, just being inexperienced, and we've we've got good options at left-back, so yeah, I've gone with Chilwell and Shaw.
0: Yeah, um, another person to mention there, uh, Bakao Saka. Have you got him in your squad, uh, David? Maybe also comes under maybe a midfield or even an attacker. He's, he's quite quite uh, a utility player. Yeah, he's
1: one that I could very easily see getting picked for the for the URs. He's been in a few squads, hasn't he, recently. So uh, he's one that will definitely be in consideration for it. But there's a lot of players that we'll, we'll get onto later in the attacking position. So I'm not too sure if Saka will be able to find his place there. Obviously with the with the fact that he can play numerous positions will will only help him in getting into the squad as as you say, a, a kind of a utility player. And maybe definitely in future tournaments there will be one that will definitely be used a lot. And uh, maybe in the more full positions as well as a, as he progresses at Arsenal. But um for me he's not actually making my squad I mean it's one that, that I was very close to putting him in. But there's so many good players around as I say the attacking area as well it's very hard to fit him in, so he's one that's just missing out for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think he he's one that's definitely on the edge, but just about makes it into my squad due to his ability to play in multiple different positions. I also went for Luke Shaw and Ben Chilwell. Uh I think Luke Shaw's had a really good season uh this year and Ben Chilwell's been good when he's played just, if he can nail down that, that starting left back role in the Chelsea team then for sure definitely yeah, makes it on the playing Okay, uh, into one of the, probably the most in, interesting positions and one of the positions that we have the most depth in, uh, the right-back position, Luke.
1: So are we thinking three right-backs or just two
2: right-backs? I think what? three.
0: What do you think, three. David?
1: Three yeah, right-backs. I've gone for three and then one of them being Kyle Walker. So if we do end up playing like a three at the back, then Kyle Walker can easily slot into the, slot into the three as well. Yeah. So
2: yeah, I've gone for three for that reason, really.
0: Yeah. Um, so Luke, who have you gone with then as your yeah, so.
2: To so my three are uh, Trent, Alexander Arnold, Kyle Walker, and, and Wan Bissaka. I think Rhys James potentially could replace Wan Um but I, yeah, I've gone with Wan Bissaka, but I could understand that's another, another player that's vying for that, that right back position.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, have you gone for the same, David? Yeah, I agree with that, to be honest. I think Rhys James has got a really, really good chance. Southgate seems to like him and he has put him in a few squads as well, but. Uh, I don't know think South Korea hasn't even called Wambasaka, has he to a squad yet, so it's a bit and also with that the uh i think um wambasaer might also go to go and play for congo maybe depending on uh, depending on i'm guessing if he gets called up or not to the to the euros probably made that decision after that but for me, I'd definitely put him in i think in the bigger games he's one that could definitely start and he offers something different to the uh, to the other to the other full world to the other right back so Obviously, going forward, probably Reese James is better, and the other the other fullbacks we mentioned are better. But defensively, I don't think any of them fullbacks are as good as Aaron Wambasaka.
0: Yeah, I agree, and I've put Aaron Wambasaka in my in my three right backs. I've also gone for Kyle Walker, and then quite controversially, I've not gone for Trent, and I've put Reese James in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say this: this does very much depend on how regularly Reese James starts for the rest of the season. If he's in and out of the team, then. I definitely I wouldn't take him. I'd take uh, Trent, but it's just it, I think Reece James is a really really good player and if he's playing as really consistently then I think he's he's a very good player and could even be one, it's a weird one. He could it could be one that doesn't make the squad or he could be somebody that even forces his way into into the starting 11. we will we'll come to that later, but uh but yeah, I think I think Trent's probably probably the guy that I'd go for, but Reece James could definitely be um be a player that could be looked at there okay um moving on centre-backs uh David who've you gone gone for here
1: well I've actually only gone for three central defenders obviously I've got I've got Kyle Walker's work and maybe slot in in a back three but for me I'd probably play a back four if I was if I was Gareth Southgate for the the Euros coming up the three centre-backs that I picked were John Stones who's been amazing for City I think he's definitely got to be going, and at least well, he's got to be starting, in my opinion, the the way that he's played this season for City. Then we've also gone for Harry Maguire, who's a pretty expected one, as well. He probably will end up starting as well. And then for the third one, I've gone for Tyrone Mings. Now, there's a few other ones that obviously could maybe get in. There's Connor Cody in there. There's Michael Keane. Uh, I don't know if Joe Gomez will be fit or not for, for making it. I'm not too sure on that, but he's still not been too great either this season. But uh, yeah, I've only gone for three, which is probably a bit of a risk, definitely, for the other for in case you get one injury to one of the centre-backs and you're kind of down to the bare bones. So maybe going for four is the safer option.
0: Yeah, it, it could be seen as that way. Um Luke, have you gone for four in yours?
2: Yeah, so just, just before I go on, I just thought of mentioning Triffier for that right-back. I just thought oh, of just yeah. potentially as someone that Southgate clearly likes. And yeah, I think he doesn't, he's doesn't make,
0: one. Uh, there you go, yeah.
2: He doesn't make my team, but almost one of those that Southgate likes and could 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 see him making it. Just
0: yeah, yeah, that was what I was going to say actually. Yeah, he's one that that Southgate does seem to like. Probably not many people would put him in their teams, um, but he's probably I'd probably say it's either him or Wamba Saka, um, two pretty defensively sound players. I think Kyle Walker will definitely make it just because he's he's a bit all round. Um, and then obviously you've got Trent and Reese James who are pretty good attacking wise. Uh, so yeah, I think it
1: would either be wan or or Trippier. but and, and Trippier's set pieces as well were very effective at, uh, at the World Cup as well, so that might be another reason why he'd put him in. But in my opinion, I just think the other right backs that have mentioned it are a lot stronger than him at the moment, but as you say Southgate seems to seems to love Trippier, which is understandable after his World Cup performance, but I just think there's stronger options out there in yeah. the, the right back position.
0: Yeah, I do think that. Okay, um, now Luke, uh, David said Harry Maguire, John Stones and Tyron Mings. Um, Do you agree with them three? And if so, uh, who's the fourth one you've added?
2: Yeah, so um, so I do agree with those three, but I have gone for four centre-backs. Just, yeah, as David was saying, potential injury risk. I think we just need to make sure we've got enough it's easy for us fans to just sort of get excited about the attacking players and put a load in there. But I think probably do need the four centre-backs. So I've I've added Michael Keane in there. Connor Cody was close, but yeah, I've gone for Michael Keane. He's had a solid, solid year at Everton, partnered with Yerry Mina. And obviously, if Pickford does start, then he's got that sort of Everton connection with the goalkeeper, which might help his case a little bit. But I imagine he would mainly be a bench player.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've gone for three centre backs as well. But one player that I did want to mention, um, well, two actually. Uh, Dyer is somebody that yeah. Southgate likes, can play centre-back, mainly have played centre-back this year. also could go in the midfield. Um, yeah. But also another player who's done the opposite, really, is Declan Rice, who plays um, uh, defensive midfield most of the time, but could go uh, into the centre-back role in a case of a crisis. Obviously, you probably don't want a crisis at, a, uh, at an international tournament, but could be somebody that, that could go in there, David.
1: Yeah, definitely. He's uh, Eric Dyer, just the problem is he's been... Like, if he actually had like a half decent season, then he'd probably be in the side. It's the fact that he's been really off the pace this season, especially, which which might end up keeping him out. As you say, he's one of Southgate's favourite players, so he, so he might end up making the squad just for that reason. The, the one that I'd say that might... He was in my midfield that could miss out would be Calvin Phillips and maybe just put Eric Dyer in there as he can play uh, defensive mid and he can also play centre-back as well, but I just think he's been so off the pace this season. I really don't think he deserves his spot on the England team. I think in the Euros, unless he improves dramatically in the last run of games up to the end of the season.
0: Yeah, I don't think he does deserve. It. I think the only way he would get in is is through the ability to play centre back and defensive mid- midfield. Even though he hasn't played defensive midfield at all this season, but he still might be able to might be able to get in for that. Um, even I would prefer to just go for a more solid centre back instead of taking him. Um, okay, onto the midfield. Um, now, where do we even start? I think maybe we look at a defensive mid- midfield. I've I've taken two. I've got Declan Rice in there, and I've got Jordan Henderson. Obviously, this depends on whether Jordan Henderson is back from uh, from his injury. I presume he will be. It's just whether he can get his fitness up and start playing well. Uh, now, Luke, have you gone for them too in your team?
2: Yeah, so they're they're a standout too. I think the news on Henderson is that. Uh, he, he should be back and uh, should be fit. Whether he'd be in in his top form, I, I think, is questionable. But I think he'll be fit enough to, to go and uh, be in that squad because I think he is one of our best players when he's fit. So, I think Rice henderson I've given a mention to James Ward-Prowse, someone, someone that has a very good season, uh, good set-pieces, especially direct free kicks. But for me, this was not quite a free for him, so I've just got Rice and Henderson.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, David. Are they two players that you would look at? And also, do you think Jordan Henderson, even if he's not fully fit, can bring a sort of leadership and experience into the side that might be needed as you go later into an in- international tournament?
1: Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think in the World Cup he was so important to to how to how we played in that. He was kind of playing the the holding midfield role, and he had it was uh, Lingard and Deli Ali by the side of him. So. As, uh, maybe against the lesser nations in the in the Euros, we could just play Henderson on his own and maybe maybe not play Rice. It depends, obviously, as you say, on his fitness. But for me, I think just because of Henderson's fitness, we really don't know. about. I think adding in another another defensive minded midfielder in there is a safe way to go. So I've gone for Calvin Phillips. I've added him in. I think I think for Leeds this season he's been so important. In the promotion season, he was really important, and uh, the record without him uh, without Calvin Phillips Leeds for Leeds really isn't that good. So. He's such an important part to them, and he can play a, a good pressing style and a good passing style as well. So I think, I think for me, I've, I've just about put him in again. Um, Ward-Prowse another really good shot. He was one that I was definitely considering in there. The set pieces really, the set pieces is a real big advantage that he has over over the likes of uh, Calvin Phillips. But I just think for defensively, if we don't have Henderson, uh, say he's, he's injured or he's not fit enough, then um, he's just. Yeah, I think Calvin Phillips is the next is the next best option because against the big nations, we'll want to probably play two defensive-minded midfielders. And if Henderson's out, it probably have to be then Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips. So that's the main reason why I've decided to put him in in, in, in defensive mid.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, and I think in maybe the easier games, uh, potentially playing either Henderson uh, or Rice alongside a player such as Mason Mount um, could be an important thing. Okay, moving on to the more forward players. Uh, in the midfield. Uh, I've got Mason Mount down here. Um, There's been a lot of talk. Is he going to take Madison? Is he going to take Grealish, Foden, Mount? I've just taken all of them. I don't know about you two. Um, But I think Jack Grealish, he can play left wing. He could probably go just in behind the striker in a sort of cam sort of role. Um, Madison, obviously, is, is a good player in that sort of a role. And and Mount can play that role, but also can play a bit deeper in the centre-mid role if we were just wanting to play Rice and Mount in there. It may be a, an easier game against uh, against Scotland, potentially. Uh, Phil Foden, he's a, he's a special talent who can very much influence stuff off the bench. Uh, I definitely I don't think I'd look at starting him. Uh, I don't think he's got enough experience yet, but a player that can definitely come on and make something happen. Uh and then to complete my midfield could also go in the attack and the defense is Bakayo Saka, uh, yeah, a good player to just having the squad who can be called upon uh, in any in any sort of position. Not much experience, but um, this could be something where he gains experience for future tournaments. Okay, uh, Luke, what is the rest of your midfield looking like?
2: So the rest of my midfield, I've got uh, Mount, and Grealish and Saka. So for me. Madison, I can understand people picking him, but for me, he just misses out. Just purely because I feel the balance of the team in that attacking, in that attacking the field too, I think a combination of two of Foden, Grealish, and Madison is just too attacking. And I, I like the balance of Mount. So almost, uh, this, yeah, for me, this, there's just too many players playing at a quite a similar position. Um, and then I like the versatility of Saka. So yeah, I've gone with Mount Bird and Grealish and Saka for my attack in the field. if you even call Saka an attack in the field, but yeah, I've sorted him in there.
0: Yeah. Um okay, David, have you found any room for James Madison?
1: Yeah, I have put him in. Now listen to you to you two. Maybe maybe Saka is, is a better option. I was just thinking there's a lot of as I say, there's so many different attackers. I've got I've got Bowden in there, then I've got Mount, Grealish, and Madison. I don't know if that's maybe a bit overkill in that position. It is as I say Saka's a good one just to take as kind of like He'd be like the twenty third man. who's kind of he can he can plug a few gaps and he can uh, he can hold, he can play quite a few positions off the bench as well. So he could be a very handy player. So I'm kind of fifty fifty between Madison and and Saka. But Madison the season has been incredible when he's played. Obviously he's out injured at the moment, but I, I do think as well. I do just think out of out of them out of them players like you can't pick you can't pick Madison over Grealish. Or Foden really the way that he's played the season, especially how Foden's going to be such a big part of England going forward as well. It'd be good to have. It's good for him to get experience at this uh, at the Euros and get a bit of game time hopefully as well. And as I say, Mount's good for he can play a bit deeper, and he's uh, he's just a good he's just a very very hard worker, and he's someone that Southgate would definitely like and already likes a lot. So I think he's Mount's got to be in got to be in the squad. So yeah, as I say, maybe the only dodgy one there is is, is James Madison. It's just. He's been he's been so good and he's such a talented player. It'll be a shame if he does miss out because he has played so well over the last couple of seasons now in the Premier League. And I think he probably is, is deserved of more of more caps that he's got so far. Yeah, I think James
0: Madison could definitely be one that it does come down to how he comes back from his injury, how he's playing uh, form wise. You've you've got a few players in the squad that will definitely be in there, however they're playing because you know they'll step up. But Madison is in that sort of stacked. Stacked creative midfield position that we've got a lot of quality and it could depend on uh, if he gets a clear run at the end of the season and, and see how he plays in there. Um, moving on to the oh, attackers. Another, another one oh, that was not okay. mentioned though is, uh, yep.
1: is Jesse Lingard in the form that he's been in at the moment.
0: Yeah, so that him, is true. He's yeah, been yeah.
1: incredible. So if he, up, if he can keep up his form, then he's, he's, a very, he's kind of a different midfielder to the, to the other ones. The way that he gets into, into goal-scoring positions, he takes a lot of shots. And he's, uh, very, he's just so quick on the ball as well with the, with the pass and he can, he can play it off one touch straight away. Very quick player. And I think he offers something different to the other ones as well. So he's one definitely to keep an eye on. I think if he keeps up his form, he's another one that Southgate seems to like. He played very well at the World Cup, was one of our better players. And he's one that definitely should deserve a to shout of getting in the squad, especially if he keeps up his form to the end of the season. I think if he keeps up how he's going now, he's got to get in really the way that he's playing.
0: Yeah, I think Southgate does like... Some of the players that he's had in the past, it gives them uh, the edge over some of the newer players because they've got that experience of of a big tournament. And do you think that might sway Southgate's decision in in going for Jesse Lingard? Look,
2: yeah, well, I, th- I think Southgate does have his, his trusted people. Like he's trusted by Pickford for way longer than most people would have done. And I think um, he clearly does like Lingard. Yeah, he was brilliant at the at the World Cup, and. I wonder if it's just come a little bit too soon for him, um, but yeah, I guess it depends how he plays in these. He's got a lot of time still; like he's he's been called up for the this set of international fixtures. If he plays well, people are going to start saying he's he should go. So, yeah, I think it's potentially definitely.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, the attacking, the striking department is probably where our big players come in, and. A lot of big players that maybe haven't had the most consistencies, and um, players like Jack Grealish are probably knocking on the door there. Obviously, we put them in the midfielder section, but he can also play in a forward role. Um, but Harry Kane is a, a definite for you two, I'm sure. Um, England captain and the the guy who will probably start start every game as long as he as long as he's fit. Uh, have you? Uh, put Raheem Sterling and Marcus Rashford along, uh, as well as Jadon Sancho, in your squad, David.
1: Yeah, I think I think those those players have got to go. Just, I mean, even though, I mean, Sterling hasn't been as as great as he's been in the last few seasons, but I'm saying, saying well, Rashford's been still decent, but I still think he's there's so much more that Rashford can can give, and I don't think he's really hit the heights yet that he can that he can definitely hit. But I'm sure he's got well, he's got plenty of time, and it'll it'll definitely hit that. Uh, hit that full potential at, at some point, but he's shown so much over the last over the last three or four seasons now what he can actually do, and 100 percent he should be on the plane with the way that he play with the way that he plays, the way that he runs the defenders. He's got to be on, got to be in the squad at least, maybe even in the starting eleven. As I say, Rashford, Rashford and Stern have got to go, but they they haven't been as good as good as they have been in previous seasons, in my opinion. And Sancho's another one that's just just got to go as well. I think those four Rash, Rashford, Sancho, Kane and Stern have just on reputation as well. I've I've got to go, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think they're players that you can definitely rely on to come on and make a difference, even if they're not starting. They're the sort of experienced players, well, even though they're so young. Sancho, I, I view him as an experienced player because he's playing Champions League um, at Dortmund. Uh, obviously, Sterling's been around for a while. Rashford, still quite young, but plays very consistently for United. And uh, some people, that, players that you can rely on, if you're Southgate, um, Harry Kane's going to be England's starting striker, but have you taken one or two strikers behind uh, him, Luke?
2: Uh, so I've only got room uh, for the one striker. Um, I just, I, I guess I was an outstrike because I have someone like Rashford, could play down the middle if needed. So I've only got space, and I've gone for that backup striker of Calvert-Lewin. I think he's... Um, some people talking about Bamford, obviously Watkins just got a call-up. Um, Danny Ings, I guess if he, he's injured at the moment. But for me, Calvert-Lewin's been... Best this season, and uh, he's been around for a little bit longer than some of those other ones. And yeah, he's a standout second striker. I don't think he'll get many minutes, but he's a standout backup striker for me.
0: Yeah, I think Dominic Cavillan has to go. I think he offers something a bit different. He's got that aerial presence, and it could be somebody that you you stick up top if you're in need of a goal late on in the game. Uh, have you gone for Cavallo in your squad, David?
1: Yeah, I think I think he's another one that's to, that's just got that's just got to go there again. As you say, he, offer, he offers something different. If we need a goal with a few minutes left, if like twenty minutes left, he's he's a, such a good player. If you just to put the ball into the box, he'll get his head on it. Now I think I think he's he's got he's got to go. Him and Kane are the two standouts. strikers. as you say, Bamford's another one, and Watkins as the third striker. They'd, I'd love to take one of them if we had an extra spot. Then I would do. But it's just as as we both as we've all said then. We're so stacked in the attacking area. You've got so many other players around there. So I think just going with two starting strikers, two or two strikers, two out-and-out out strikers, is uh, probably the best way to go, just to fit everybody else in. But yeah, as I say, if, if there was a chance and to take an extra player, then I'd probably end up taking someone like Bamford, who can come up with a goal when he works very hard for the team. But even if Bamford went, you'd expect you wouldn't really expect him to get any minutes because he wouldn't get in in front of Kane, obviously. And then calvert you'd say, would be the first player you'd bring on. So, I think Bamford, would, it wouldn't be a waste of a pick, but I think there's better options out there just for the whole squad.
0: Yeah, I think there is definitely better options there. And I think if you had a 25-man squad, then one of them gets in. Um, but it's a 23-man squad. And it, when you come down to picking that, there's a lot of good players that you're going to have to leave out and a, a lot of more consistent players. So, uh, yeah, so if we if we go through and finalise our picks together now, um, we've, we're for sure on Nick hope. Dean Henderson and Jordan Pickford as our three goalkeepers, aren't we? Yeah. Are.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, left back, we've got Shaw and Chilwell. Yeah. I think we're pretty, pretty yeah, yeah. certain on that. Um, Centre backs, then. Okay. Stones, Maguire, and Mings. I think it's probably sensible if we take another.
1: Do you yeah, think, David? I agree, to be fair. I'd pro- I, I don't even know who I'd drop out of my personal team there, to be honest, because I don't want to drop Calvin Phillips because. Because I want the three, I want the three DM. So I don't even know who I drop. To be honest, it might have, just have to be Calvin Phillips to, to Dyer maybe, and just have him as a fourth as a fourth player, kind of utility player. But, yeah, I, I hate to I hate to say that Dyer would get in there really, but
0: I, I somewhat do agree with that. Um, I think he what his his bad, his worst season this season. It, what makes up for that is he's got that experience. He scored the winning penalty against Colombia. Um, Southgate likes him and he can play multiple positions I don't think that Cody, Keane Konza like, they, they're they not that much better of a player than him that I could um, use a, two slots instead of one to pick them um, what do you think Luke?
2: Yeah I just think for those last couple of positions uh, the versatility is essential for these sort of small tournaments like, that's the reason Saki has in my team and I think Dyer that that versatility is important because I don't think any of these other players we're talking about. I don't think Calvin Phillips can slot in at centre half. I don't think Keane or Cody could slot in at defensive midfield. So yeah, for me, I think it's not a popular pick, but I think Dyer is a sensible pick. Yeah,
0: yeah, we'll go in. We'll go with Dyer then. Okay, now uh, we okay. We've got a, we've got a right back position to sort out here. I think Cal Walker definitely goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um then I think you've got you've got Wambasaka, Trippier, James and Trent. And I feel like right now I didn't put him in my team, but I can see why. And I think I probably would put him as long as he has an OK end to the season, I would put Trent in my team. And you two both have. Yeah, I think so. I think you Got
1: to go for Trent. Just I know he hasn't been as as good this season. He's still not. He's had a few games where he's kind of shown what what he can do, but for the majority of the season, he hasn't he hasn't been good enough. But you've got to take into consideration that he's still he's still England's mo. in terms of right back for ability out of them going forward, especially for technique, for technical ability. I think he's he's a hundred percent the best player there. And as we say, we can't forget that he did win the Premier League of Liverpool just a season ago and the Champions League as well. So I think for me, it's just on. I know he hasn't been as good recently, but but I think he's just the quality of play you can't you can't not take him, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: and then I think for the third right back slot, I don't think any of us are a fan of taking Trippier. No, 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 no. even though I do like him. But... Yeah, I, I don't mind him as a player. I think he's a he's a good solid right back, but because we've got so many good right backs, I think it comes down to Wamba versus Reach James. Um. And I guess we just take a vote on it.
1: Yeah, well if, if I was voting as Gareth Southgate, Southgate in my opinion will go for Reese James over Wambasaka. But for me in my personal team, I'd rather have Wambasaka just because defensively he's much much better in my opinion than the other right backs and he offers something different in that against a, a better nation. Uh, maybe like one of the one of the top nations where you might need to sit back and defend a little bit more. Uh, we've yeah. seen we've seen Wambasaka against players like Mbappe and Neymar, and he's managed to keep them quiet. Against and Sterling as well, him and Sterling have had battles in the past where Wambazaka's has come out on top for the most part. I think against good good forwards, which will which will come up against if we're in the later rounds of the tournament, will come up against the bigger nations. And one on one defensively, there's no better player than Wambazaka. So I think he, 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 it'll be silly not to take him if the chance is there to take him.
0: Yeah, I think this decision could very much come down to what formation Gareth Southgate is planning to play. Mm, if yeah. he plays a five back then I think he takes Rhys James because he's got the attacking potential as well as being reasonably solid in defence. And he does
1: play there for Chelsea as well, doesn't he, at the moment? Yeah,
0: and he is playing there. Uh, but he Rhys James can also play in a four-back. I think that versatility of playing different per game, I don't think he will do it because I think he'll want to keep a solid, uh, more solid side. But he does offer that that wing-back and right-back, whereas Wamslach can, can only really play right-back. Um would this come into your uh, decision making, Luke, if, if you were gonna choose between them two?
2: Yeah, so originally I did put wan bazach on my team, but I think you've uh, you've convinced me, Samuel. Convince you've you. <laughs> I think um I think if we if we were looking for a starting right back out of the two of them, I think it's Wan Bazak, he's been great for United. Um, he's so solid defensively and that's his big asset. But for me as a what is realistically a third right back, like I think Reece James is, he's a bit more of a useful squad player to have. Can play that right wing back, which I really don't think wan will be good at at all. Um, so I think it's very close, and he could go either way. But I'm actually more even towards a Reece James for a more useful player for the squad.
0: Yeah, um, I guess I guess we go Reece <laughs> James. Sorry, David.
1: <laughs> no, it's all right, but I mean, I hope. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It just depends, yeah. By then, wan yeah. might not even. Might not even pick England because he might go. He might obviously go to Congo. But... Yeah, it's
0: true, um, and I think it does depend on how often Rich James plays. But I do think he will. Uh, he will really nail down that starting right wing back role now, uh, because he, I don't think Tuchel is very happy with when Hudson and plays there. Mm. I think he's taken. He's done a little thing where he's brought him on and taken him off in the same game, and that's never a good sign um, when that happens. Okay, so that's the defence complete. Uh, midfields, we've got Rice and Henderson as our two holders already. We've got Dyer as well, so we'll say the holders are complete. We've then got Mount, Foden, Grealish and Saka. Um, and how many have we got? We've got 14, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. But it's up 23 already.
2: Yeah, we've already reached we've it. already got
0: twenty three. Okay, now, is there any changes we made to this midfield of Rice, Henderson? I don't think we changed them. We've got Mount, no, Saka, definitely. Foden, and Grievous. Uh The players missing out. We've got Madison um,
1: and Lingard. Mm. Could it come down to form with Lingard? Yeah, Lingard's one that we're just going to have to kind of wait and see on. I think he could he could very easily replace one of them, but it's it's difficult. It's a difficult one to replace because who actually goes out, out of them attacking midfields, because we are not even got. I know, think it's got to be Saka, Saka. If one yeah, goes, it would, be, it would be Saka. But then Saka's got the the versatility, hasn't he? Which yeah which is uh, is important in a in a tournament when in a twenty three man squad when you're going to probably get injuries. You're going to get at least one or two injuries, maybe. So he's one that can, as, as I said before, he can plug a few gaps. So that's a big advantage. I think if Saka didn't didn't have that versatility, then maybe he wouldn't be in the squad. I think the versatility is a massive. Same same with Dyer. But Saka, to be fair, has actually actually been good this season. He has he has been one of Arsenal's standout players, if not their best player this season. So, he, he, he definitely deserves a, well, He definitely deserves at least a shout, if not a place in the in the England squad this this tournament.
0: Yeah, I think a lot rides on whether he plays five or four back. Because if he plays five back, I think you have Walker potentially starting at that right centre back. You've got Stones and Maguire in there. Um, then you might replace Dyer with a more natural 5 back player, such as Connor Cody. Um, and then you probably there's probably no need for a third CDM because you've got Rice and Henderson. And you're probably only going to play one of them alongside maybe Mason Mount in that midfield. Obviously, that doesn't allow us an extra midfielder, but um, that could be, it could be a fault with the defenders. Yeah, I think it's Saka or Foden, but I think Foden offers a bit more off the bench. Would you say that, Luke?
2: Yeah, well, I think he's been an uh, excellent. Uh, the when I've watched him for City this season. I think he, he is a he's a rotation player for City, but then everyone everyone at City is to some extent, even Sterling. So I think he's got enough minutes under his belt this season. He's so creative, and really does show up in the big games, like it's Liverpool. Um, and he sh- yeah, he shows you can do it in the big moments, uh, which which I like about him, um, and I think he makes it he makes it for me. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think. Oh, we. I feel like we're probably quite happy on this squad. If you wanted to take a risk, maybe, maybe you don't take Dyer, or or maybe you don't take Saka and and put chucking an extra attacker there. But I feel like we've got a reasonably solid squad there, and uh, yeah, I think that's pretty good.
2: Yeah, definitely, I like it. I think potentially for me, Saka, Dyer, and and Reece James would be the three that I think would be um, closest to lead. Like. The, the more debatable ones, um, uh, but yeah, I'm after the decision.
0: Yeah, a- anybody else that we haven't mentioned, David, that you can think of? Uh, one player that I was thinking of, um, he's injured at the moment. But Harvey Barnes had yeah, a very good season. Was,
1: he was one that I was about to say, but um, he's just one that's... I, I don't know. I don't know how old he is. Back at the moment however he's still relatively young I think he's like 21 or 22 yeah he's still relatively young so maybe in the ne- in the next couple of tournaments I just think uh, he is he is a good player and like, maybe say in the in the 2018 squad if it was back then he was playing he was he was in the chance he was in the chance then playing for Leicester then he probably would yeah. just about make the squad it's just the fact that we've had some some real good real good players coming through like Grealish now has come through then you look at the other attacking midfield as well, like the likes of Madison, Mount, Foden, all come through that weren't available in the 2018 World Cup. Then Sancho as well, and there's just so many players that have come through in the last few years that have strengthened the squad massively. I just think, even though Harvey Barnes is a really, really good player, and I'd love to see him in the in the squad, I just can't see it happening because there's just too many other 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 assets out there that are that have. I mean, they've done it for longer, and they've played they're playing for a bigger club and got a bigger name as well, which I think does play a factor in it as well.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, I feel like we've we've mentioned a lot of a lot of the players now. Um I think Connor Cody could definitely be one that Southgate looks to if he is playing that that back 5 because he, he's used to playing a back 5, but even if even if we did play back 5, um uh, Cody's a player that usually plays in the center role of a back 5. Um but I don't think he'd play that. I think we'd probably put um Maguire in the the center of that or or John Stones like
2: yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not too sure to be honest, because obviously, some like Stones hasn't been involved in the England England setup uh, for a while. But if I do remember correct correctly, at the World Cup it was it was Walker on the right, Maguire on the left, and Stones yeah in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another yeah. one is
1: Tyrone Mings that could maybe play on the left, but I don't think I. I think I think for me the the preferred one is probably just the same as the three at the World Cup. If we did play a three at the back. I probably I probably play Walker and then Stones with Maguire, and that's the that's the. The best three. You think Mings Mings is decent? Yeah. I think a lot of a lot of Villa fans say that, like maybe better maybe better than Mings, but it's just the fact that Mings is uh, Mings has been in the last few squads as well. He's quite a lot more experienced than Conter as well. So I think Mings is a, Mings is one that should really at least be on at least be on the play. I don't actually I don't expect to see him start, but he's one that will probably will probably get. Him.
0: I think the good thing about having Mings in there, obviously, he's left footed, yeah. and if Kyle Walker ever gets injured can't play or or just doesn't play for any reason. Then playing Tyron Mings at left centre back in a back five with Maguire in the middle and Stones at right centre back, which he's played a couple of times when City have gone to a back three with Laporte, Diaz and Stones. Um so they'd all be reasonably comfortable. Maguire would be happy being that middle guy and and Tyron Mings obviously has the the left footiness which would help him on the left hand side. Uh he could be one that uh, they could be quite useful in that sort of a system. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess we'll look at our starting eleven now. Uh, and keeper is quite a tough decision because it, there's a lot of a lot of different factors that could affect this. Uh, Pickford's the number one. Do you think we should go with him, Luke?
2: Uh, well, I think keeper's a tricky one because I think all three. There's a case for all three, but none of none of them's a standout. I think Henderson, uh, I think up till recently was would have been third choice, but now he's getting starts. He's consistently starting for United. If he does that till the end of the season, you know you're plenty looking at him being being your uh, favourite. You know United starting keeper. You think he's there? Um, But uh, it's such a tough one. I mean, I'm I'm really torn to be honest. If you two have got a yeah, for, Henderson, for is,
0: Henderson is somebody that I do really like. And I think if he plays for the rest of the season, I would pick him as my starting uh, goalkeeper. It's just I don't think he will
1: play yeah, for the rest agree. of the season. I, I mean, I, I, don't know, I don't know about the playing for the rest of the season, but I just don't think that Henderson will get in the starting level just for the reason that he's, he's not even been in squads before in the past, hardly. Never really played. I don't even know if he's played a game for England. So I can't really see him being thrown straight in at the Euros, even if he plays to the end of the season. I mean may maybe as you say he's got a shout. I would I like I like Nick Pope for his like his saving ability and his general goalkeeping ability is good, but the way that we play, we might want to be and I said, like we're probably gonna kind of probably be like passing out of the back, which Nick Pope doesn't really do that too much at Burnley. So I think that's kind of not really his game. And Pickford, I, I I he's one that's he's been good in recent weeks, but he's got he's got a mistake in him, which you could just yeah. tell if Pickford did start, There's, you could just see it happening, him making a mistake and us losing and going out of the tournament or something. Because he's definitely got that in him more than the other goalkeepers. But he's not made them mistakes for England. For England, I think whenever he's played, he's been he's been very, very good for us. We, looked, we won our first penalty shootout in the World Cup in however long, or our first ever penalty shootout, whatever it was, with Pickford in goal. Like He's never really let England themselves down. So like does Southgate really have a reason to drop Pickford when he's done so well for him over the years? So maybe I think Pickford will be Southgate's choice, but it's as you say, it's such a close I think they're all so close in ability. They're all good for different things as well. Uh as you say, pick like Pickford maybe for the maybe for the distribution. Pope maybe for the saving henderson Henson's got a bit of both as well. So <laughs> they've all got they've all got a claim. But for me I think yeah the way that the way that Pickford's played for England, maybe just keep him in. We'll have to wait and see how he does in the in the set of fixtures coming up.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one with Pickford. He's been rotated, and I'm pretty sure Angelos has said. Obviously, I think they're both injured right now because uh, there was a different keeper in that against City in the cup. And I think if Pickford is continually rotated till the end of the season, uh, I don't know if we can pick if we can pick him. Like, I just feel like it's very tough to pick a a goalkeeper that's not playing consistently. And if you're going to pick a player that's not playing consistently, I think Dean Henderson is a better keeper.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, obviously, it's Olsen, uh, Everton, it's, uh, the number two. He's, he's, played a, he's played a couple of games, but he's not been consistently in the side. Like Pickford has played the majority of the season. And, yeah, because of his... Ex- I just think because of his England experience, um, I don't think he's... If I was going to pick who I think the best keeper is, I maybe wouldn't go Pickford, but... I just think for this England team right now, I think Henderson and Pope have about three caps between them, and I just think I would, yeah, personally, go pick Pickford, I think. Yeah, uh,
0: could it depend on whether Nick Pope gets two or three starts in
1: the lead up to the World Cup, and if he looks solid, then he could keep his place, David. Yeah, I think. I mean, for me, I think Pope's probably my my favorite out of the three. To be honest, just for the that how he's been for Burnley over the last over the last however many seasons he's been. He's been so good in the goal, I think he's deserved a chance earlier more more starts from, and obviously he's been in the squads, but I think he deserves more starts but as, as we say like, it's just it's just the fact that that it's really only been Pickford with the real England experience which could just about edge him yeah. in, and I think in recent weeks as well Pickford has been has been much better, so if he keeps up the form, it all depends to the end of the season as we say if Henderson gets a run of games, then maybe Henderson will go in and then yeah. Pickford, then. Pickford I prefer home, playing well. But-
0: over Pickford, but I think we should go for Pickford for this for this one. Yeah, I'd personally this... pick
1: Pickford just for the the distribution. I think it's a big factor as well. Pope yeah. is more with with Burnley's style.
0: I feel like we should go for Pickford then.
1: Yeah, but as it, it's very it's very much debatable, and it's not close between. It could be any of any of them. I wouldn't mind seeing any of them starting, to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's one that is tough for Southgate because if he picks, if he whoever he picks. If they do well, he won't get any plaudits. But if he, if whoever he picks does bad, makes a mistake, he'll have to take that. Um, if he goes for Pope, it'll be or oh, Henderson. He'll go for the two inexperienced. They play for a small team. They've not got as many games a season under the belt. Whereas if they go for if he goes for Pickford, it'll be he's had lots yeah, of mistakes Pickford at club. is a, a disaster waiting to happen. If
1: you pick him, to be fair,
0: it does feel like that. And but yeah, it, it's tough to go against them. I think. Um, OK, we'll move into the centre-back department. And for me, I I
1: think we should play a four-back here. Do you two agree? Yeah, I think I think with the squad that we've got, I think with the attacking assets, I think we've got, we've got to go for the four and we've got to move away from, from the three. But we don't know with Southgate. But for me personally, I think I'd go for the 4-2-3-1. Like the yeah, yeah, I would go for
0: that as well. Would you, Luke? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. sort of,
2: yeah. Yeah, and
0: yeah, four, three, I can't. Three, four, two, three, one. Yeah, I can't see past John Stones
1: and Harry Maguire here. Yeah, I definitely definitely agree with that. Especially uh, the way that Stones has played the season. I mean, probably uh, probably in, like, not even until twenty twenty one we're even considering Stones even in the squad until like he's uh, suddenly come back from from nowhere it seems. And the way that he's played for City, I think is you can't you can't you can't argue against that. And uh, as we say, Maguire as well. He's been, even though he does get a lot of criticism with the with the price tag, I think he's still not a bad centre back, and he's definitely definitely the the best that we've got. Which obviously we would love to have a a top centre back, but we we've just got to make do with that. And I think Maguire is probably the the next best to Stones that we can get, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd agree, and uh, yeah, I think we'd all agree with. With them two uh, there. Okay, left back is, is easier than right back, I think. I think at the moment, although he's not got much international experience, I think it's tough to look past Luke Shaw. Would you agree, Luke? Uh,
2: yeah, I just think um, he's really come on this season. He's really nailed down that, uh, that left back spot United. And for me, Chilwell started the season very well. Um, but he's now a bit of a rotation with, with Marcus Alonso. I don't think he's quite as solid defensively as Luke Shaw is. Um, and yeah, of, yeah, more recent, I don't think Chilwell has loads of experience. So saying Shaw's inexperienced isn't really negative when yeah. compared to Chilwell. So yeah, for me, it's Luke Shaw.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I think Luke Shaw, at the start of the season, there was Ben Chilwell who was playing every game, didn't have any rotation risk, probably was looking the favourite. Then Luke Shaw's picked up his form, he's he's taken away that the Alex tayer's risk, and Chilwell's um now got rotation with Marcus Alonso. And I think this really does just, just
1: make Luke Shaw the the number one left back for us, David. Yeah, I think I think he's got to start. I think the way that he's played the season has been incredible. The way that he's 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 improved so much from the previous seasons. He looked like the player that I mean, I think since he broke his leg it really had a an effect on him, and uh, he's finally well. He's got over that now, and he seems to be the player that that he was that he was before, if not even better. So, I think he's, he's probably even been the best left back in the Premier League this season. So, I think he's he's got to be he's got to be starting over over Chilwa. I think, in my opinion,
0: yeah. And there pro- might not be too much in this, but Harry Maguire and Luke Shaw they played together for United. I think that can only be a positive for England with them two players uh, being used to each other. Luke,
2: yeah, definitely. I think people often use that sort of club link when talking about centre-back pairings or like centre-back and goalkeeper but yeah I mean it can only help they they've, yeah play each other often. Maguire does play in a left centre-back role Um so he's obviously close to shore a lot so yeah only a positive really.
0: Yeah I think you can sort of somewhat take away that inexperience of not playing in the England squad because it's, it's to do with who you're playing with and if you're playing with a person that you're used to playing with then that can I can sort of count you as an experienced player with the group of boys that you're playing with. So, um, so that's a that's a positive for him. Now, right back, a tough, a tough decision, but it could really depend on form. Um, who would you go
1: for, David? Well, it's a it's a tough one. I think I'm kind of fifty fifty. Well, as I said, for me, it depends who we play. If in my in my personal team, I take Wamba Saka. So for me, against the top team, then maybe I might pick a Wamba Saka. But um, if if it was just for general for the general games, it's between it's between Kyle Walker and uh, Trent Alexander Arnold. So it's it's a tough one because obviously Walker's got that that City link and he's got a great friendship with John Stones. But uh, Alexander Arnold, I think for, just for the just for the the quality of the player, I'm hoping that he picks up his form before the end of the season. I really am. So uh, yeah, I'm going to put, put Alexander-Arnold in there right back. But as I say, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Walker starts at right back and I would be happy to see Walker start right back as well. But I just think on the quality of the player, as I say, Alexander-Arnold got got so many assists, I think it was like 14 assists in the Premier League win. He, they, he obviously won the Premier League, he won the Champions League as well. He's still only young and he's got so much, as I say, as I say ability and he's also got uh, like He's also got like trophies as well to back that up as well. So I think for me, I'd just put in Azander Arnold, even though his form hasn't been as good this season, but I'm hoping he can pick it up towards the end of the season.
0: Yeah, I think it does matter if he picks his form up or not. I think it, it could really make the difference whether he starts or not, or even gets in the squad. If he, if he has a really bad end of the season, he could not make the squad, but I think he will. Um, I think, I think, yeah, I think he's a good player to start in an easier game. A tougher game, I'd maybe swing yeah, towards a more defensive player, but but yeah, it is tough, and I think it does depend on Cal, uh, on uh, what, uh, not Carl Walker uh, on Alexander Arnold's form as to who starts. Um, uh, who would you say, Luke?
2: Uh, so I mean, as David said, I'd be happy with that either. I think they're two brilliant players. I think if if they were picking last summer, I think Trent would be nailed on one of the first names on the team sheet obviously he hasn't had the best season so I mean I, I think he's really in the balance at the moment if Liverpool end the season well, Trent picks up I think he can get in Um and equally Walker he's not nailed on in that City team and if he sort of misses out for a few games people are going to be questioning um, yeah. so I personally would go Walker but I'd be happy with, happy with that either
0: Yeah I think it's tough and I think, I think we've gone against David a couple of times so I think we'll go with him on this one and hope that Alexander Arnold really picks that form up towards the end of the season. I think he will. He's showed signs of it recently, and uh, I, I do hope he, he picks that form up. And I, I, we'd be nice and positive. And we'll go with Alexander Arnold, um, although I, I'm not sure if I see Southgate playing him in
1: in a back Yeah, I but, think is a lot more trusted as well by Southgate, isn't he? With the way he, you know he played at the World Cup, he's he's one of Southgate's players as well, so. It's it's as I say, as we go, as we all say, it's very uh, it's very fifty fifty that one. So, as it just depends who 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 plays towards the end of the season because more Walker might not even might not even have he might have a run out of the team. He might have a few games out because he hasn't been nailed on as he is. Like that, I think that main yeah. city back four has more being uh, Cancelo at right back than Stones and Diaz with Zinchenko at left back. So Walker hasn't been in as much as he probably would have liked, but he has still played a pretty big part. As uh, to be fair, in, in the in it what it looks like to be uh, the title winning team.
0: Yeah, I think Alexander Arnold could be a better option, especially if we do play two sitters, which I think we might do against the bigger teams. And uh and are we gonna go build a team based on the team that we if we were in a World Cup final we want to start?
1: No, I think I think I think that team will be a lot a lot different. I think it's just for their kind of like looking at the group games, what I'd okay. go for to start off with that.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay, so okay, so we're playing we're playing like Scotland then. I think it's a it's a lot thing is there's a lot different team playing Scotland as if or we're playing France isn't it. Um, yeah, exactly yeah because I think if you're playing France you've got um probably two sitters uh, then a, a player in behind the in that sort of central attacking midfielder role then you've got the two wingers and the and you've got Kane up top. Um but yeah if you're playing an easier game I think you go for either one of Rice or Henderson, uh, who do you think is first choice?
2: Luke? Um, so both, both fully fit. I, I think it's Henderson, he was amazing uh, for the last couple of years at Liverpool, leading that, uh, to that Champions League and that Premier League title. But if he, if there's question marks of how fit he is, how much game time, I think it might be safer just to stick Declan Rice in. He's had a fantastic season alongside uh, Asuchek. Um but usually, Sutcher does push forward a bit more, and he's that real holder. But he's still got the distribution. I just think he's a fantastic player, and is uh, yeah, I'd go Rice.
0: Who would you go with, David? Would you agree with Luke? There, I think Declan Rice is definitely off this season. You have to go Declan Rice because he's um, because he's he's played and he's been really good. But say say they're both fit. Who? Uh, well, maybe not Henderson's Not fully fit, but
1: Henson is fit enough to play. But maybe not sharp. Who would you go for? Yeah, I had a choice between them. I think full, both fully fit. Is, it, it'll be Henderson, as we say, it, with with the experience that he's got. He bring, He offers a lot of leadership to the team as well. With he's he's won the Champions League, he's won the Premier League, he's had a good experience in the World Cup, he's had the Euros as well in the past. So he's had a lot of um, a lot of experience. So I think Henderson, both fully fit, has got to play. Rice is one that I would want to put in the starting eleven, so maybe for me I might even put both of them in. I don't know if it's too too much, maybe against the Scotland. Even yeah. still, though, I think just for the solidity playing them both is is very safe. And I think to be honest, I think Southgate will will play them both because he seems to like Rice, and there's no way he's not going to start Henderson if he's fully fit. So for me, I'd probably play I'd probably play them both. I'd imagine you two will probably put maybe a Mason Mount next to next to Rice or Henderson. But yeah, me I think I this is both.
0: Yeah, this this is very dependent on the game. I think if we're playing an easier game, I'd go. I would go Rice or Henderson alongside Mount. But I think as a team, we've got to we've got to look solid, and we've got to, especially for playing Alexander Arnold and Luke Shaw, who are two players that like to push forward and help the attack and get crosses in. I think we need to have that that sort of double uh, defensive midfielder combo. So I'd be very happy to put them in.
2: Yeah, I I agree. I think um, it definitely would give the likes of especially Trent to get forward. And that would be brilliant for attack. And I think you can call them sitters, Rice and Henderson, but they're both very capable on the ball. They're not like an Eric Dyer that's just going to sit there and protect the back four. So, yeah, I think both of them will give us some real solidity for the team.
0: Yeah, one thing about Declan Rice that I've really liked, liked in his game this year is he's added these driving runs that he does. Where he, he pushes forward with the ball. And I, one game I remember, obviously it was against a lower opposition, but it was against Stockport County. It was a local team to us, But so I was watching it in the FA Cup. And every time he got the ball, like West Ham looked really flat that day. And he, every time he got the ball, he drove forward with it and like tried to find a pass or play a ball in behind or maybe even have a shot. And like if you've got a player that can play really solidly defensively and, and also drive forward attacks, then it is only a good thing and and yeah i think we've got to we've got to look at being solid defensively as a first because we've got the the attacking potential uh, on the bench as well as in the starting eleven to to break teams down um so yeah and then i think you've got to we're, we're probably going to play 2 out wide one up front and then the question is who's in this little hole
1: yeah it's one that's um it's, it's a difficult one because we, we like, a lot of people just go straight to Grealish, but this season has, for Villa, he's been playing on the left and that's why he's been so effective. So I don't know if just keeping him on the left is is the best thing to because that's obviously the position that he's played so well this season. But I think for England, we've not got as actual attacking as We have got like Foden, but I don't know if I'd start him straight away. So I think, I'd, to be honest, I'd put Grealish in the 10. And uh, it's kind of one that I think we need to try in these warm up games, maybe put him in, put him in the. Th- oh, he's not even in the squad this time. But I think, I think there will be some more warm up games before the Euros. I think we've got to try Grealish in that position and see how he plays. He's definitely got the ability to play to play that position. He's played it in the past. He has obviously been very effective on the left. But I think trying him in the attacking midfielder position for England and seeing how he affects the game is something that I'd like to see. I'd like to have a look at because I think on the left you'd want maybe maybe somebody else, maybe a a Rashford or a Sterling. On that side, so I think maybe putting Grealish under ten could be the the best way. Who,
0: okay, I'll ask you this, David. Who do you think is more
1: important to get in the team, Grealish or Mount? I think I think it depends on the opposition, but I think I think it's got to be Grealish. The way that like Grealish has got to be one of the best players in the Premier League this season. Mount's been very impressive, and he's a player that Southgate will obviously obviously take to with the with the way he plays. But but Grealish has got that ability that that I think not many players have and he's got the he can he can go right he can go right to the right to the top as in, in the best clubs in the world and he fits straight in. So I think I think for me Grealish is Grealish is the most important, but I, but as we say, I think Mount Mounts a player that Southgate seems to prefer over Grealish like, Grealish Great hasn't had even a lot of chances for England in in the last in the last season or so, which he's definitely deserved. But I think I think if he's I think Grealish has got to start in this team. I think it literally yeah. not to with the ability of the player.
0: Yeah, I do really like Grealish, and part of me is telling, is saying to myself, I think we should play him out that left wing s- slot. It would mean dropping a bigger name, but in Grealish in a more comfortable position to what he's been playing this season. I also think Mount is very important to get into this side. Um, and would you would you consider doing this, Luke? And knowing that you would have to drop one of Sterling or Rashford or Sancho.
2: Yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Firstly, I'd just like to mention Foden. I think some people might make a case for him, but I think he's going to be best used off the bench by Southgate, sort of that creative play that can sort of be a bit of a differential and uh, change the game up, but I can't see him starting. I do really like Mason Mount, and I think he's very trusted by Southgate, as like you said. He offers a bit more solidity. He's used to playing more centrally. and But then it's a tough one because Grealish has been excellent. So, oh, yeah, I mean... I think a lot of people want to cram Grealish into that attacking field, but realistically he's been playing that left wing and it's where he's, he has played left wing for, for England. Um, So yeah, it's, it's a tough one how we're going to fit this all in, but yeah. I'm, I'm happy with, I'm happy with either Mount or Grealish um, or even Grealish left wing. Yeah. Whichever you guys think. I'm...
0: Yeah. I think this could be, this could be one where we just have to maybe just say what we think and, and maybe we might not even agree on this because I don't I feel like it's very hard to agree on this right now. Um because there's so much like that could change and and so many different players it could play. And I do think maybe we might just have to say our front four of of what we think. Um and the front four that I would probably go for is mount in the middle, Grealish on the left and then Sterling or Rashford on the wing, and then Kane up front. Um, how different would yours be, David?
1: Uh, for me, I think I'd do. Uh, I think I'd put Grealish in the ten because I want to get either. I want to get right, well, two of Rashford, Sterling, and Sancho in there. So I say, I may, maybe I am putting Grealish in, cramming him in. But I think he's got the. I think he's got the ability to play, to play kind of that free role, and he can he can link the he can link the the midfield to the attack. And he can he can drift around a lot in that position it gives him a lot of freedom. So for me, I think I think I put Grealish. I put Grealish in, in the ten, just so then I could probably put um, I'd probably put Rashford. has on on the left. I think I think uh, he's, he's got a goal in him. He's got he's got a lot a lot going forward. He can take players on. He's been very important to he's been very important to United over the last few seasons. So I think I'd go for Rashford over over Stone, and I think I'd put Sancho. On the right, I think it's me. I think Sterling the season that he's had, he's not had as as good season. He's and you've got to remember as well, he's playing for City, you create the most chances. He's he's playing for such a good City team that have got so much so much talent, and I thought he'd stand out a lot more this season. So for me personally, I think I'd I'd drop Sterling, which is maybe a bit of a controversial one, but I think I'd go for Rashford on the left, Sancho on the right, with uh, Grealish in the middle, and obviously Kane up front.
0: Yeah, I think that that could be a very very good attack. And I think any way you do it, I think we've got a very good attack, which is somewhat the problem, which is not a bad problem, but it's is a problem that is going um, to exist for Gareth Southgate, and getting the best out of his attack is going to be a tough a tough uh, thing to do. Who would you go for in that in that attacking fall, then, like
2: oh, I'm still a bit undecided, but it's, it's a great thing, because it means if we're getting on that 60-minute mark and struggling, he can bring on two brilliant yeah. attacker, which is something we haven't really had in previous yeah. quarters. He can even so.
0: change the system say if he is starting with Grealish in the middle then he can move Grealish out wide bring Mount on in the middle and then maybe put Sterling on instead of Sancho and uh, and yeah, yeah. there's a lot of options Okay,
2: yeah. yeah cool. So uh, so for me, I, I think Grealish would quite make my front three so you know, I'm going to be uh, yeah, a hopeful fan and try and cram Grealish into that attacking a field role Um so that unfortunately means Mount misses out on my team, even though I do, I do really like him. Uh, and then I'm thinking Rashford, and Sterling, with Kane through the middle. I think um, obviously I haven't watched much German football. From what I've heard, Sancho hasn't been having the best season. Um, but obviously, I mean, he does have very high standards, um, and he's he hasn't he hasn't played much for England. Uh, so I think he could, be, yeah. Oh I mean obviously you could well start and be amazing but for me I think ref on the left and still on the right is a bit more experience, a bit more uh yeah, a bit more known players to Southgate and that's so yeah, that's what I'm going for.
0: Yeah, I think all all three of them are very good attacks and I think it's tough to tough to choose and I mean it could very much just depend on who's playing best come the end of the season, who's who's looking good in training and and who Southgate really just likes the most and I think he he does like a lot he does like Mason Mount um a lot he, he's not as big a fan of Grealish but I think from the last internationals I think he's seen that how good a player Grealish is I think he got my match in a couple of them um and that could really force his hand into playing <laughs> Grealish and if he does have to play Grealish then he might have to play him out on the wing um with Mount as well because I think he does like Mount um yeah, that that could be something he does. Uh but yeah, other than that, like there's a lot of good quality players that aren't anywhere near this squad. Like you could you could chuck in um uh, Harvey Barnes, you could chuck in uh, Saka into the starting eleven, you could chuck uh Sancho, Austin or Rashford in. Um and yeah, they'd they'd all be perfectly fine and and that's the positive thing about being an England fan at the moment, that we've got such a good, good attack, and you sort of you wish that we had a, a more solid defence, because I think the attack is, is one that could win, uh, could win a, a a global uh, or European tournament. Um, do, you, do you worry that we maybe don't have the same sort of superstar that a France or a Portugal have, though,
1: David? Yes, maybe, but I think there's players that have the potential that can that can really step up and as a team that can fill. As we say, she like, has really got ability that can that can that can change a game. We've got players that can score goals at the at the at the big moments. You look at Kane can come up with big goals. We saw it. Uh, I think it was in the Nations League where he scored that goal against Croatia. We've got players that can that can score goals. Rashford Rashid scored big goals in the past. Sterling has as well. We've got players that can really that can really affect a game just with like one one moment of one moment of brilliance and one moment of good play so that we don't even need to be we we don't need to be on form we've got we've got the players that have potential just to put the ball into the back of the net uh as you say, as you say defensively we're not we don't look as good defensively as we do going forward i would love to have if we had like say if we i mean obviously you know, there's van there's like someone like van Dijk we had a sense about that english like him would be would probably even make us might even make us favourites for the for the for the Euros, going you know, to we had a player like him or like a, a, a centre mid. I think we missed maybe like a box to box a, a box to box centre mid who can get up and down. Someone like a, I don't, I don't even know. There's not really too many like like a Paul Pogba who can play centre mid next to a next to a next to like a Rice or Henderson in a more defensive role. But we we do miss them kind of positions. I think going forward we have we have the potential. It's just if we can keep it keep it solid at the back. But it's still definitely not a bad defence. Like if you look at it, you've got Alzandro, Durano Champions League winner. John Stones is playing for the; you know, he's a big part in the Premier League winning Man City side. Harry Maguire. I mean, he costed eighty million. I know, I know there's a lot of question marks over him, but he's still not been terrible for United. He has had a few off games, but for the majority, he's been fine. And Luke Shaw's probably been the best left back in the league. So, like, it's still not a terrible defense. But as we say, there's not really any; it's not really it doesn't really seem to be at the same level as the the attackers. Definitely.
0: Yeah, I I think that's the case, and. I think Pickford is the one that worries me a bit, and and maybe doesn't maybe doesn't let us down, but just he just gives you that bit of nerves about him and seeing him start after after what what he's played like this season,
2: like. Yeah, I, yeah. So one of them, you look at him in that team, and it doesn't feel you have confidence at all. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think what it's, I think that keeper spot is very much still up for debate. I think who Southgate plays in he's uh, in this round of fixes but also uh, the ones closer to the tournament, I think it could well change. So and potentially for the better. If of almost if, if Pope or Henderson kind of stand out as a as a real option, then I think they'd almost be uh, preferred over Pickford. Definitely from a fan perspective.
0: Yeah, I do think if Pope had maybe played the last tournament or been the player in I think we've gone for pitford and i think southgate will go for pitford just because he's got that experience and he's played in the previous uh, tournaments and i think that's probably why he'll go for the go for him this time um but then again if if he goes for him this time then does he have to go for him next time because it's only a a year before the next major tournament and and if so then when do we get a different keeper in David?
1: yes uh, i mean and another season as well, it could be completely different. Like like Dean Henderson might even become United's number one. He might have a great season in goal. There's still so much like there's so much that can change in it in a in a year. So just looking at just looking at this this year, as we say, I think I I just think the reason why Pickford's in at the moment is just the fact that he's never really let England down. He's been very impressive when he's played for England. His form for Everton some is a bit is a bit different. It just depends as we say. It's it's anyone's game out of them three. It just depends who really finishes the season, the strongest if Pickford drops a few more drops a few more clangers, then I think he'll be he won't he won't be in that starting spot so it's there's a lot of pressure on these goalies from now until the end of the season and in these games these warm up games to to perform because they, that spot is really up for grab for somebody to take
0: yeah it's a It's a bit of a shame because it is the it's a spot probably one of the most important spots alongside maybe a striker that you want that nailed down. We've got Kane, which is nailed down, which is a good thing. But you really do want a, a keeper solid, like, like just somebody that you know is going
1: to play there every single time. And,
2: mm-hmm. and yeah, and
1: in the past as well, we've had we've had some nightmares with keepers. We had Joe Hart of the Euros. We've had Rob, Rob, Green Guy, in the Rob past Green, yeah. who's made mistakes. We've we've struggled for keepers that have really. I think Carl, the Paul the Carson. Did well. make us? Yeah, Scott Carson made one. Yeah. Paul Robinson, I think, made one. We've had a lot of a lot of like. Bad moments with England goalkeepers, yet yet to be seen with Pickford. To be fair, yeah. but it's there's as we say, there's definitely a mistake in Pickford. And as I said before, he's kind of a disaster waiting to happen. And it's like if he does make a mistake at the, at the Euros, he's like Southgate would get absolutely like crucified for picking for picking Pickford <laughs> yeah. over the other goalies. So like, he's, he's he's kind of in a as you said before, he's in a tough situation with wh- whoever he picks. If they make a mistake, then Southgate's the one who's going to get a lot of criticism for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's a tough one for Southgate. I think there's a lot of tough decisions that he's got to make, and even if just through the squad, like picking the squad, there's a lot of tough decisions in there. And then going into which formation you want to play, whether he wants to play a five back, whether he wants to play a four back, whether he plays two in the defensive midfield, whether he plays Mount or Grealish in the thing, who plays on the wing, like
1: who plays it right
0: back. Like, there's so many different yeah, decisions think, that he's got to
1: make. Yeah, I think I think whatever he does he's going to be. He's gonna be criticised and he's gonna be he's gonna be like hated on, whatever he does. Like there's no winning with picking this squad just because there's there's gonna be quality players that are missing out on this squad, unfortunately. Which probably, I mean most likely would have made the squad in twenty eighteen. Because if you look at some of the players we had in the twenty eighteen World Cup, that they, they would get absolutely nowhere near they're not even in discussion for this, for this World Cup. You look at the lives of players like you know, Ruben Loftus cheek was in the squad. I know he had a good season at Palace, but even if he had that season at Palace, I don't think he'd get in this team or anywhere near this team now. I just think the squad's so much stronger than what it was two years ago, which is definitely exciting from a, pan, a fan's point of view. But I think it's a lot harder for Southgate to make a to make a decision to please everyone. I think there's going to be people left disappointed. I like pretty much guaranteed, really.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a really good thing because it does seem like the strong uh, the squad has got a lot stronger, but it's also got quite a lot younger. Luke.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just. Yeah, I'd always like to just say about how strong it is. Like, that World Cup team outperformed uh, whatever everyone expected of it. Like, we had players like Ashley Young at left wing. Right? Yeah.
1: Like And Danny uh, Rose is
2: there as well. On paper, like, to say that's a World Cup semi final team, Like we definitely outperformed it. And, like, now, yeah, now Southgate has got these reliable players, then. Yeah, I think it is, it is positive for not only this year, but potentially even stronger for the year after with the World Cup.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking through the squad and. We've got Gary Cahill, we've got Phil Jones, we've got mm. Fabian Delph. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, there's so many worse players here. Like, it, just yeah, take the left back place. Like, instead of Young and Rose, you've got Chilwell and, and Luke Shaw. And you probably take Bakayosaka playing left back over them two. Uh, not over Luke Shaw and Ben Chilwell, but over the two that we, we had in, in 2018. It's a real, a real good thing for, for England and the youth of the squad, um, is a real positive and, and hopefully whatever happens, hopefully we we play some good football and and stay in it past the group stage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I mean I think it's gonna be difficult. I mean if we if we don't have a a good tournament here, I think Southgate is gonna be everyone to be calling for that. I know a lot of people don't want him in now, even even now. I mean he did he brought us. The World Cup semi-final arguably he should have got us further. With with we should have, we should have really. I mean, we have a better team than Croatia. Even in that 2018, we had a better team than Croatia. We should have got through them, and a final would have been amazing. But he still got us an, an an amazing World Cup run. So we've definitely just got to get behind him this this summer and hope that hope these players and the manager can can uh, live up to expectations and at least get as close to the final as possible because this team. It's it looks it's quite exciting with the team with the players we've got, especially the forward players. I think there's just a lot more pressure this this time on Southgate to really pull yeah. something out. The, the World Cup was a bit of a a bit of a pass. It was kind of just like just get through the group it's stage, a bit of a free and just, hit. Yeah, just kind of just just get through the group stage and then see, then see where it takes us. So yeah, I was kind it was of just it was a bit of a free hit for Southgate that World Cup was, and now this time it, the pressure's really on.
0: Yeah, one similarity I did notice, I had a quick look into the into the draws and there's a real tough group. I think it's got France, Portugal and Germany in it. And uh, I think it's them three. But if England win the group, they get the second place team out of that group. Oof. And it's a bit similar to the 2018 World Cup when, when if England didn't want to win the group because there was a tougher uh, a tougher next round if they came uh, first in the group, as, if, as opposed to if, if they came second. And that could be the case again here. Um, but, yeah, there's there's never any easy game in, in a World Cup. And and Germany aren't the same force as they used to be. They've got some good players, but I think yeah, I think Portugal could be a strong team as well. Um, and France, obviously, the best team probably in the competition. But, yeah, you can't be afraid of anyone. And you've just got to try and back, back yourself in, in these games and... We'll probably do a close to the time. We'll we'll have another look at this this squad and we'll do some predictions for the World Cup in a different one, I'd I'd assume, um, but yeah. How if I ask you now, who's going to win the Euros? Uh, in one word, at one team, who would it be? Cool. Uh I
2: thought to say England, but I think I'll go. I'll go France.
1: Yeah, I think I'd agree. I'd I'd, I'd love England to... To have another good run, if we just get another good run like it was at the World Cup, we can get to the semi final or final. It's one that you look back on, and uh, you, look, you look like we, look, we all look back on the World Cup with with great memories. So yeah. hopefully we can have another kind of run like that, but this time there's a lot more expectation on us. But I, I think I think it's a bit too soon to see maybe maybe in a few more years with the, the players getting a bit more international experience. But I think as you say, I think France have got to be the favourites the way that they've they've played in the last few years, winning the World Cup. And uh, they got to the final of the Euros, didn't they? Uh, Euro 2016, and then they obviously yeah. won the World Cup. They're, they're probably the favourites going into it. And I'd expect them to be there or thereabouts, winning it.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly think the two teams that get out of that group with Germany, France, and Portugal could replay the final if they're on. I think they're on probably on opposite sides of the draw. After that, I think that could be a there could be a final in that group alone. Uh, I a really strong squad. Obviously, Bruno Fernandes has become a really good player and, and a real star player. and Alongside Ronaldo, which they didn't have in Euro 2016, um, it is now a, a really scary prospect for any team facing them. Especially when they've got a defence, including Ruben Diaz, um, which you know, is obviously very hard to get past <laughs> um, as yeah. well in the
2: Premier well, League. Also, I think like Diego Giotta, Bernardo Silva, even like solid players. Such as yeah, as well. yeah. Like they've got, they have, like it's always just been, you know, it's been Ronaldo and a bunch of others, whereas like I feel like now it's, Ronaldo's maybe not even, right, I mean, he's still he's still very much a key part of that team, but it's, he's got players around him this time. Yeah. Um. But obviously, Ronaldo himself isn't quite the player he used to be, so.
0: Yeah, it could it could come to help him um with Ronaldo as a as big a player as he used to be, it might not even help. It might be oh it's a Ronaldo show, now it's very much it's a Portugal show. It is a whole team effort instead of just Ronaldo. Uh, but yeah, that's that's probably for another another podcast. And yeah, Pickford, pick Alexander Arnold, Stones, Maguire Shaw. We've then got two holders of Rice Henderson. And then we've got a bit of a decision to make we've we've got Greach on Mount. Sancho or Sterling on the right, then Rashford or Greenish on the left, and then Kane up front. I think it's a pretty solid team and one that may change a lot before the uh before we get to the tournament. But yeah, for now we'll we'll do one close to the time. But for now, any last thoughts, guys?
1: No, I'm
2: happy with that team. Sounds good.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely definitely happy with that team and uh looking forward to the Euros at the end of the season and it's not really going to be much of a break after the Premier League finishes so it's going to be nice to have football straight away straight after that and no real break just football all the time
0: yeah there's, there's something really really good about football in the sun when when you can just go outside obviously lockdown ending and a lot of people will be looking forward to this and hopefully the England team can can live up to the expectations
2: hopefully well, yeah
0: definitely but yeah yeah other than that um yeah I guess just check out our our tiktoker uh, fbl students and uh